Welcome to the day's play right here on AFL Nation for Drinkwise. If you're choosing to have a drink, choose to drink wise. It was a big win for the D's who prevailed by 21 points over St Kilda at Marvel Stadium on Saturday night. A couple of bites for Howard. Couldn't take it. There is Petrarca just trying to bullock his way through. Cosie Pickett has it slipped through his fingers. Neil Bourne is there. Breaks the tackle. Kicks the first. Looks pretty good off the boot. Has it got the carry? Yes, it does. Wonderful kick by the captain. And the Saints are on the move again for Gresham. Nobody home. He saw that in the goal skirt. I think he's just snuck it in. He does. Spears it in low. Wanted Marshall. Gets over the back. Gresham. Lurking, lurking, it's good. Hockey Hunter, top of the goal square, should make no mistake on the left boot, pops it through, and the D's have got their second. But a usual long run up in the end, he'll kick it from 35, usually pretty steady in front of goal, but goal umpire did not take a step, straight over the hat. Sparrow was there, Langdon snaps, top of the square, goal. <laughs> Kicks inside 50, looking for Petrarca, took a nice mark, played on, bangs it home. Elchin points his shoulder to goal, runs around now, makes no mistake, a beautifully executed shot on goal. All off the back of the Saints forward pressure. Mitch Owens from the top of the goal square, pops through their fourth. They made the easy look very, very hard, but they got one there, the Saints. And Jordan will just load it up to the hot spot. Over the back, it gets to Grundy, slick hands to find Sparrow. And the Ds have their seventh. Got one already tonight. Kicks from just inside Whoa. 50. It looked beautiful. Don't worry about his kicking woes. The track is back. Round 19, 2022 was Jack Billings' last game for the Saints. He comes in now on the left boot. Makes no mistake. Welcome back, Jack. The Sharman who's taken the mark. Barely an angle to speak of. Shoots. Pumps the fist in the air. And the Saints have got a couple in a row now. Howard over the top. Petrarca roped it beautifully. Slams it home. He's got three. Melcher has kicked one tonight from a tight angle from the opposite pocket. Can he do it again? Bends it on the right. Oh, he can. Had two bites at the cherry. Butler's there on the boot. Owens sneaks it home. To make it a tougher task for the Saints, he comes in. Oh, the goal umpire didn't move. Sparrow's got two. Cross the paint of 50 to disposal number 23. Can he work this one through? Yes. The Saints still with a heartbeat. You can ride behind this one. Perfect view from our commentary position. 45 degree angle and it's split the middle Petrarca. Because the D's have triumphed at Marvel once again. A game of missed opportunities for one side. It was all about the goal kicking for the D's. They banged on 12 goals 7 to 8-10 and D's fans you're in the top four once again. I'll give one vote to Christian Petrarca for his 20 touches. He kicked four goals. He had 10 score involvements. He also had five tackles. So big performance from Petrarca. He just looked threatening all night right from the start. It was great at ground level, powerful on the lead. And his goal kicking was refreshing considering that's been the issue for him this year with 12-19 coming in. So... 16-19 looks a bit better for the year, so one vote there. Two votes to Big Rowan Marshall, who played as good a game as I've seen him play ever. He had 29 up against Max Gorn and Brody Grundy. 17 contested possessions, eight clearances, five intercept marks, seven inside 50s, and seven tackles. Like, 
So that would usually get you three votes, but it didn't tonight because there was a guy at the other end that was better, and that was Stephen May, just an outstanding performance. Every time the ball went in there, he marked it. Had the job on, on Max King. It helped that Max King went off in the first 30 seconds, and May capitalised on that with eight intercept marks. He had 29 touches. He kicked it at 83% and was just a rock for them behind the ball. So the Saints have got issues with those intercepting defenders. We saw what Sicily did to them um, against Hawthorne. We also saw what Harris Andrews did to them. Um, and those intercepting defenders must love playing the Saints because of how predictable, slow, and wide their ball movement is. Absolutely. We're going to let you go in just a moment. But, uh, yeah, the Ds, they, they keep that fourth spot. And I think it was a little bit of a statement game. I mean, they were up against the team sitting fifth on the ladder. But I, I would imagine a lesser opponent, a lot of people would have thought as well. So a good win for them. Yeah, no, a, a good win for them. I think they don't have the exact draw in front of me, but it's reasonably comfortable. They've got uh, the Lions next week. So that's, a, that's a big game. The and then after and the that, Crows. Yeah, it's a, and then they have some opportunities later. So, yeah, that, that's a big win just to stay in, in touch with the top four. I actually never lost faith in them. I just thought the reaction to their form was over the top. They beat Collingwood. They just lost to Geelong down in Geelong in a game that they probably should have won. And then last week, they had 70 entries and lost. So yeah. on the back of inaccuracy. So we did overreact to the win-loss more so than the way they were going about it. They're in a great spot. Um, now hopefully Clayton Oliver comes back before finals but other than that they're healthy they've got depth as we saw tonight Christian Petrarca starred forward and kicked four goals for the D's while Angus Brayshaw was fantastic with 25 disposals Gus Brayshaw joined us in the room the self-proclaimed fashionista joined us post game yeah I mean uh, they're always good to win uh, especially after a couple of tough weeks um, yeah good to get back on the on the winners list it's a much better feeling in the rooms after a good win 12 goals seven on the board this week all the talk was about your inaccuracy and yeah. finally you were able to put it on the board yeah well it's funny how uh, it's funny how you know it all works isn't it the last couple <laughs> of weeks I think we've kicked 60 behinds 20 goals or something like that and, um, you know we, we're aware of the noise and it's been uh, you know hard to miss but the thing I love about our group, we've got um, a real unity, a real bond, and we, you know, we know the work we're putting in. I think Goody said it during the week. We, we do more set shots than just about uh, mm. bloody anything else, and um, <laughs> you know, we trust in the coaching staff. We've got, got a lot of trust in the players as well, and uh, you know, the first seven or eight weeks, I think I can't remember, we might have been the most accurate side, and then it swung pretty hard the other way. And you're going to get variance throughout the season. I think for us, it was really just trusting the work that we do. We know, we know. Um, you know, Choco's putting in a mountain of work for us and uh, all the coaches, and, and we just knew that, uh, you know, it had turned and we just got to st stick together because if we start fracturing, then, you know, we lose games and, and that's no good. So I'm very proud of our group tonight. Angus, Joe Watton here. Petrarca was one who kicked straight, had the four. How does he find it up forward as opposed to being run through the middle? Well, I think you've seen it throughout the year, not just track, but uh, we've got folks like Vines. Vines has uh, done stints up forward. We've had Tom Sparrow go forward and... Um, you know, I've, I've, I've gone down back and sort of we've, we've got a good mix. So for us, it's um, and what I love what I love about playing with this group is that it's uh, such a team focus. So track tonight played a bit more forward, and that's what we thought as a group we needed to give ourselves the best chance of winning. And I, and he's kicked four goals, but I think uh, his impact goes so much above and beyond what you see on the stat sheet. His intensity, um, hunting, uh, the pressure he puts on um, to get the the turnovers to give us a, a good chance to play forward our footy. I think. Um, you know, that, that, that's a, such a strength of ours is that we get we can have different looks and, and it works really well. 
And while he was doing it up forward, Stephen May was putting on a, a clinic down back. He just kept marking everything coming his way. Yeah, the big bruiser. Uh, it's a bit easier when um, you know, you're under a roof at Eddie had, <laughs> as opposed to uh, it was a bit wet last week, the last couple of weeks we've played. So um, he, he took advantage of it. Uh, I think um, St Kilda sent one to Lever. Uh, I can't remember who it was, but um, he, he was had a bit of a detention uh, from one of the St Kilda forwards. And I think, as I sort of, the theme of uh, my chat tonight's probably been how this team is um, really selfless. I think Jake did a great job of, um, you know, making sure that he wasn't, you know, worried about what he was doing. And he gave Maisie a really good chance. I think if you watch the vision back, um, he was allowing Maisie to get a great look at it. So it's that team first attitude. It's that selfless nature. I just love playing with um, guys like that. We've got a team full of them, which is awesome. Angus, were you surprised just on that, on Stephen May? Were you, I, I, we know St Kilda lost Max King early, but were you surprised they just kept kicking it and bombing it in inside 50 to Stephen May and to Jake Lever? I mean, you, your defensive unit were able to feast on it and it almost played into your hands tonight and set you up beautifully. Yeah, I mean, it, it's interesting you say that and, and sort of linking back to what I was saying about track with the pressure that he puts on, um, you know, the opposition uh, defenders. They've got some great ball users off the back flank and uh, I think our, our mids and our forwards do a great job of um, hunting really hard and pressuring the opposition. So it sort of makes it a bit hard for them to have time and space to hit those really nice kicks. So that, it's sort of, it's a whole 18-man um, team defence. You get the pressure up the field and then those balls become a little bit easier to mark. Um, for our, some, yeah, as you've said, we've got some great intercept defenders and uh, their job's a lot easier when, um, you know, Cozzy, think of guys like Cozzy, uh, Sparks, Nibbler, Alex neil Bullen, they're putting that pressure on. So, um, yeah, I mean, our, we talk about a team defence and I think that was, that was um, you know, highlighted by Maisie tonight, but, uh, you know, you, can, you just look all over the ground and there's some great efforts from um, all, the, all the forward line, midline and um, the defence as well. We won't keep you too much longer, but I, I was trying really hard during the week to lip-read the conversation between Clayton <laughs> Oliver and the fitness staff. Are you able to fill us in on anything? I mean, it looked pretty heated. Uh, we oh, know yeah. that Clayton's desperately keen to get back out there, and you, you guys obviously did a great job without him tonight, but um, were they talking about what lunch plans they had, or yeah, what, yeah, what, what yeah. was going on? Oh, I'll, I'll stay out of the um, front page of the Herald Sun. Uh, <laughs> I won't go too far into it, but you've nailed it on the head. I think Clayton's... Um, yeah, he's probably the most competitive bloke I've ever met, and he just desperately wants to be playing. I think, uh, you know, what you saw there is, is pretty much exactly what you said. There's a guy who just wants to get back out and play, and, um, you know, I think uh, the cameras, you know, it's, it's a long way out to Casey Fields. They, they pick and choose when they come, and um, they've chosen a good day to get something like that, but uh, I think that's just a high-performance high conversation. You see him on the field all the time where, in games, um, you can see quite demonstrative chat between, um, you know, you don't have to look too far. Stephen May does it all the time. If you let your um, midfield get forward and uh, get an easy goal, then Maisie's, you don't have to look too much further than Stephen May to see that sort of <laughs> chat. And um, I think that's uh, just, you know, that's part of being a high-performance environment. There's going to be those conversations. So I'll, I'll stay off the front page of that son, but um, hopefully Clary's back out soon because I think we're a better team with him. Well answered. Obviously. A, a good win tonight. You're going to have to improve, though, come sort of finals time to take on the big dogs. Where's that improvement going to come from? Well, I think that's a, that's a really good question. I think, you know, historically throughout this season in particular, like we've had a few good games and then we've sort of dropped back and um, I think that's probably served us really well, like not, not being comfortable, never being satisfied. So it, it, that's sharpened our mindset. I think we, we, we never really get too happy with where we're at because, you know, we have some pretty bad performances which have um, kept us sharp. So I think for, for us to keep improving, it's, um, you know, that desire, that desire, you know, we won 10 in a row a couple of when was it last year and, and it sort of just takes the edge off a smidge. So, um, you know, we've had some 
pretty honest assessments of where we're at, playing some really good teams, and I think that that's keeping us in a really good mindset. It starts on the training track. I love the way we're training at the moment, and um, at this time of year, it's uh, you know it's just a little bit colder. Uh, the the games seem to go a little bit longer, and, and the training sessions are a little harder. And I think uh, if you can have a really good mindset uh, during the week, then that, that, that's that's where the improvement comes. People see the game day, and, that, and they think that's. Um, you know, that, that, that's where everything comes out, but it's the whole week that leads up to it. So I think for us to keep improving, we have to really have a high-performance mindset throughout the whole week. And, uh, you know, we, it, was a, it was a good example. We, we, we had a similar game last week against GWS where it's a really tight game. It, we, it's in the clinch. It's going back and forth. And we, we got on the wrong end of that result. And uh, tonight, you know, they kicked a couple of goals and they, and they got back in it. Mm. And it's the same thing. So we've been training that mindset all week. We were looking forward to that opportunity again to... Uh, you know, being a really tight contested game, St Kilda were fifth on the ladder. Um, so you know they're a finals calibre team, and you know that's those opportunities that we relish. So we got to train it first. We have to have the mindset right, and I think um, we had an awesome week. So that's what we'll be trying to replicate. Gus, thank you for uh, being so expansive. 25 disposals for you tonight. I love that the uh, the helmet was matching the royal blue jersey. You oh guys yeah, wore you tonight. noticed. I you did notice. <laughs> I did notice that. These I'm are the sorts of things I know. I'm a fashion icon. You don't, <laughs> I don't get the I don't get the respect that I'm deserving uh, in that space. So I appreciate got, the notice. Have you got one just a navy blue one as well that you go with? when you go back to the home kit? Yeah, I do. The problem is I have to cut the ear holes in. I, ah, I cut okay. them over the wrong. I've got one of the, the helmet in that colour. The, hel the helmet holes are up on my temples almost. So <laughs> it's, 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 uh, it's pretty useless at the moment. So, I, I, yes, I do. I, I match. I pick and choose with that stuff. But um, I probably need to get a new one, to be honest. Love it. <laughs> Angus, thank you. Well played tonight. Good luck against the Lions next week. And uh, I look forward to seeing that new helmet next week. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks very much, guys. Cheers. That was the day's play for Drinkwise. Stick with us as we call a super Sunday of action tomorrow. Essendon and Adelaide looks a beauty here at Marvel. Plenty of footy still to come in round 17 of the AFL season here on AFL Nation.